Hello and welcome to the Millennial Minimalist Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Foss, and together with my co-host, Lauren Morley, our mission is to help you simplify your life and live with greater intention. Together, let's live more with less. Hi, everyone. To kick off the new year with a conscious focus, we are speaking about conscious consumption, sustainable fashion, and the rise of the secondhand clothing market. And to lead this conversation, we are joined by Chloe Baffert, who is the head of merchandising and curation at Poshmark, the wildly popular online marketplace to buy and sell secondhand clothing. Chloe is recognized as the queen of secondhand fashion, and together we discuss today's growing resale market, including the latest stats, the driving forces behind the demand for pre-loved clothing, and the benefits of buying and selling secondhand and more. Be inspired to chew secondhand when you need to buy and be motivated to finally put your unwanted items in your closet up for sale. Well, I have to tell you, we've been sharing with our friends. We're, we're going to be interviewing Poshmark and everyone's like, oh, I use Poshmark all the time or, oh, oh my goodness, I, I love that site. I've sold so many clothes or they'll say, oh, I found this really cool item. So I am excited to talk to you today about the secondhand market and also learn more about your experiences shopping and selling secondhand. Definitely super excited to be here and to chat with you guys and spread the word on secondhand. Mm -hmm. So we, as you know, we're minimalists and we like to focus on high quality, sustainable items when it comes to the things that we need when we buy a new item that is, which is not very often. But when we do, we try to focus on high quality pieces so that they last a very long time. And I find that Poshmark caters to quality brands, which is great. You can look up items by brand, which is awesome. And, you know, it's easier for us to sell our high quality clothes. So to start off, I'm hoping you can share a little bit more of a background on the Poshmark marketplace, as well as the additional opportunities for buyers and sellers. I know you guys have posh parties and things like that as well. Yeah, definitely. I would love to. So Poshmark was founded in 2011, and it was really inspired by the inception of the iPhone 4. So our founders imagined a future of fashion where people could easily shop each other's closets directly from the palm of their hand. And then fast forward 10 years later to where we are now, there are over 100 million people on the app, keeping hundreds of millions of items out of landfills. So really a remarkable journey so far. And then shopping and selling on Poshmark is an engaging and interactive experience. It's really unlike anything else. So on average, Poshers spend around 25 minutes on the app daily, which yeah. is huge. Yeah, it's definitely a very engaging experience. So they're searching for new styles and liking and sharing each other's items. We've really cultivated a community. And then in terms of fun in-app features, we really make this possible through a few different avenues. Um, my favorites are Posh Parties, which are a real-time in-app shopping experience where you can share your items and shop for specific styles. So really, again, cultivating that community of secondhand style. And then we also launched Posh Shows this year back in April, which is our exciting live shopping feature. So it makes shopping secondhand online even easier. Shoppers can ask questions live about the measurement, materials, anything they want to know, which is really a game changer, especially on a community like Poshmark, where you want to know like what the state of the item is. 
I've used Poshmark quite a few times. I I love it. And I I run closet courses for a podcast and and I do closet coaching. And one of the beautiful parts about the company is I really get people to find their outfit inspiration. So just outfits they love, their dream outfits. And sometimes we can't find the pieces. Like they're sold out or they're no longer available, but we can find them on Poshmark. So if you find a piece that's no longer available or something sells out, I'll wait for it to come on Poshmark. So it's oh, it's such sure. an incredible website. Can you tell us just a little bit about the process of selling, kind of listing the items and purchasing them? Yeah, definitely. So selling is really as easy as taking photos of your item, adding a title and description and uploading your listing to the app. So, and then when someone makes a purchase, really all you have to do is kind of sit back and relax. We like to say, so we make the shipping label for you. So all you need to do is package up your item and then print your label and drop your package off at USPS or whatever shipping provider you would like to use. And then in the US, on average, shoppers receive their purchase in less than five days between you, the seller shipping the item, and then the item in transit which is something we really pride ourselves on, especially in such an environment where, you know, Amazon, you can get things within like two minutes. So it's really a great leeway between ordering and receiving the item. And then something also that we really pride ourselves on is the ability for the shopper to rest easy. So we offer buyer protection and authentication services to make shopping and selling on Poshmark safe and trustworthy. So we offer Posh Protect. So if an item's not as described, or you feel misled, our customer service team will take care of that issue right away and mm-hmm. get that squared away for you, which is really nice for the shopper. And then we also offer Posh Authenticate. So for some of those more luxury and um, desirable desirable brands that we were talking about, if the item is over 700 Canadian dollars, we offer verification and authentication services. So this is typically on luxury handbags or other luxury goods. Um, and then the order is authenticated directly by an expert um, at Poshmark HQ. So really nice offerings, especially when shopping online that, you know, you can rest easy and know um, that this is a trustworthy experience. Mm. Yeah. I remember I ordered a top and I got it and it was wrapped so beautifully in tissue paper with a sticker. Like it was, and it was in perfect condition, the top. So I was like, this is like sometimes better of an experience than shopping new. So totally, I was very happy with it. And what other items are, are on the site? Like what's other items can you sell and what are the more popular items? Yeah, definitely. So in terms of selling, you can pretty much sell anything. Trust me, we've seen the craziest things. But Poshmark has designated categories for women's and men's, kids, electronics, home, and so much more. So anything that falls within that, right? Clothes, shoes, accessories, all the fun stuff. And then in terms of recent trending items, you know, it's no surprise this year that there's been a real quiet luxury and minimalist boom. (laughs) Um, And it's really taken the year by storm. So we've seen an increased interest in deluxe materials like 100% cashmere or 14 karat gold. So people are really looking for investment pieces that they'll wear for years to come but they don't want to get it at a retail price. You know, we're looking for a deal on those items, especially in this climate. Then we're also seeing athleisure is, you know, no surprise, always a huge, it's not even really a trend anymore. It's just a popular category. But what we're seeing is interesting that the line between athleisure and casual wear has really been blurred. So women across the country, as I'm sure all three of us can relate, are wearing sneakers with dresses and really adding that casual athletic element to something that you would normally wear a heel with. 
So we see brands like Hoka, OnCloud, Lululemon, and Viore really continuing to just surge in popularity on the platform. Thank God someone brought in sneakers for dresses. It's like helps us all. <laughs> I know. Every time I try and wear heels, I'm like, I can't do it anymore. Like, so yeah. It makes it easier for us to walk to work if we walk to work, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No more changing the shoes on the subway. Yeah. And it's a style. Well, I, I have to say, I, I like the fact that there's an authenticity aspect to it because as someone who's shopping online, I'd want to make sure that that is a real bag, that is a real branded belt, et cetera. And that's so important. I also love the idea of posh parties. I, I like the idea of bringing my friends together because all of us have a network of friends who have all this excess stuff that we're probably not wearing and we can have a party together and swap and do whatever we need. I think that's really cool. I thought that was really neat. And I, I, I believe you also have uh, shopping influencer closets as well. Because I see on Instagram, I see these influencers, they're like, click my Poshmark page and it just links to all of their favorite items. So they can yeah. also link you to new items too, right? Yeah, exactly. So we've done partnerships in the past with celebrities like Doja Cat and K-pop stars that have been quite successful. And so exactly that, you can shop um, pre-loved items directly from those celebrity closets. Or in the past, we've also curated pages that you know, imitate or emulate that celebrity style, which has been a really fun way if you can't shop their closet directly to find similar items on Poshmark that fall within that celebrity's aesthetic. So definitely a fun way to shop, especially in a culture that's so driven by celebrities and influencers. Yeah. And yeah, as Lauren says, she runs the closet course. So she yeah. helps some of our listeners declutter their closets and find their personal style. And I, I think something Lauren should do is you should have your own Poshmark page with your items because Lauren has an awesome wardrobe. We have I similar would love wardrobe. to see that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's very you. minimalistic. Ooh, okay. Up my alley. I want to see. <laughs> I'll show it to you. Yeah. I really focus more on outfits, not pieces. So it just simplifies your life. And then you're wearing your entire wardrobe as opposed to kind of having to piece together an outfit every single morning. But no, the beauty of Poshmark, like I always use Pinterest as kind of an inspiration mm-hmm. board. And a lot of the pieces on there, I couldn't find like there was this one photo of this girl in front of a Christmas tree in this red A-line satin skirt. Mm. And it was sold out years ago, but the the skirt was on Poshmark. And I'm like, yes, that's <laughs> the best feeling um, ever. Oh I my know. God. You're like, wait, is it in stock? Okay. I can't believe I swore this. Yeah. So if something goes out of stock or you can't find it, or even if you have a pair of favorite jeans and they get ripped and they're discontinued, you can go on Poshmark. They probably have your jean and your size. So it's such an incredible way. Exactly. Yeah. Just such vast inventory too, which is always so nice to shop and as a seller as well. Like, you know, it's not going to be lost in a sea of items because someone is specifically looking for it. Yeah. What I also love is sometimes I would use other websites outside of Poshmark to sell clothing items. But I find that on those sites, they're not looking for clothing items. So I find that Poshmark, you're looking to sell a pair of jeans or a shirt or a top or something, or even jewelry, as you mentioned, go to Poshmark. It's super, super helpful. And I I know that's a question we often get from our listeners. Like I have so much jewelry. What do I do with it? And I, you know, it's some of it is valuable. And so I don't want to just give it away, donate it. I want to get money for it. So um, yeah, I highly recommend Poshmark for that. Yeah, definitely. We've actually seen um, like people buy their engagement rings on Poshmark and we've wow. seen really awesome yeah, seller stories um, 
on that. I think the other year it was like, I can't remember exactly. It was a sapphire and diamond ring, like beautiful. And we had like an inbound seller story about it. So it's so special too, because it's like, it's coming from somewhere with a story and then you get to pass it on for, you know, your new story. So we really love to hear that. Wow. What about wedding dresses? The wedding dresses is definitely popular as well. Anything, I mean, as I'm sure you both know, the wedding dress and wedding culture now, it's not just as a bride, one dress, it's like six dresses. And then, you know, you've got the rehearsal, the after brunch. So we're seeing women buy wedding dresses and really their whole wedding wardrobe and then bridesmaids as well. We've all been in our fair share and, you know, nothing better than finding a discounted bridesmaid dress. That's the specific one the bride asked for on Poshmark. So definitely in high demand there. Wow. And I just find that in general, everyone's talking about the secondhand market these days. They're like, oh, just find it. You know, I, I told a girl from the other day and it was so interesting because I was like, I really want you know, a branded belt, like a really nice belt that I yeah. can pair with all these different outfits because yes. you see them all the time on yeah. Instagram or whatever. And I was like, I think it would be beautiful just to finish my dress or my skirt and top with this belt. She's like, go to Poshmark and you can just get it secondhand. You can get it for way less and it will just, totally. it'll be just, it'll be the same quality. It'll probably be from someone's closet. They just don't wear it because they have so many other options. Right. So exactly. Uh, so exactly. Similar. Or the vintage route too, which is great on Poshmark, like a cool vintage mm-hmm. belt could be a good, good wardrobe game changer for you. I love it. I mean, I, I love the sustainable focus yeah. and, you know, I understand that the secondhand market is booming and it's only going to grow and grow and grow. I read that it's going to grow over 120% by 2026. And I, I'm curious, just on your opinion, would you say yeah. that it's millennials and the Gen Z generation that have pushed this movement forward? And uh, I'm also curious what your um, your main demo is or your largest demo is on Poshmark. Yeah, definitely. So 100%, it's millennials and Gen Z. They make up over 80% of Poshmark's users, which is obviously wild. Yeah. So, you know, we're really seeing this younger generation drive the cultural shift towards embracing secondhand. You know, these generations are environmentally and socially conscious consumers by nature. So it's no surprise that they're driving this movement. You know, they want to feel good about what they're buying and who they're buying from. And there's also a cool factor about shopping secondhand. So people are turning to online platforms, as we've discussed, to find sold out and trending pieces, vintage pieces, and sneakers from limited edition drops. You know, there's really an urgency culture, yeah, within shopping. And so Poshmark just only helps to fuel the ability to get those items. For instance, last year, we saw people turning to us to shop the viral Lululemon uh, belt bag, which was really sold out everywhere. And then the platform mini Uggs as well. And then I really think social media has had, you know, a huge play in this as well. We definitely have its ups and downs with creating a culture of mass consumption, but I think we can also give it credit for positively impacting how people view secondhand. So there's obviously secondhand fashion influencers on platforms like TikTok and Instagram that have really encouraged this behavior, whether it's offering, you know, a thrifted haul, styling inspiration, doing a vintage outfit of the day. It's really helping to remove the stigma of secondhand that was placed on it so many years ago. And also even us talking on a platform like this enables more people to understand the benefits of pre-love and helps to make shopping secondhand more normalized than it already is and really spread the word. 
Yeah, it makes me so happy that it's becoming trendy now. Like even Kelly and I were at a bachelorette, I think a couple of years ago, and we're like, oh, we love your outfit. Where'd you get it? And she's like, I got it on Poshmark. Like it's secondhand. Like it's not like look down anymore to like buy used clothes. If anything, it's more trendy and you like have more style that you go out and, and you're just not going to like the big stores to to get the same thing that everyone else is wearing. Exactly. It's almost more shameful to shop retail. If someone asks yeah. you something's from, I'm like, oh my God, don't tell them that yeah. it's not like you mm-hmm. want to encourage that because it's, you know, I think, especially with what you're doing with the closet consultations, there's an element of curation that inv- goes with secondhand. So you can either shop, you know, normally or add that curation element in that I think really sets you as, you know, a personal style authority. Yeah, for sure. How big is a secondhand market right now? Like, what would you say, you know, you say it's mostly, mostly millennials and Gen Z, like what percentage of their closet is secondhand or do you kind of know how big the market is? Yeah. So in general, according to Statista in 2022, the global secondhand market value was estimated to be worth 177 billion US dollars. Insane. And that's really only going to go up. So it's projected to rise rapidly, almost doubling from 2022 to 2027, reaching an estimated value of $351 billion. And again, you know, the uh, reasoning for this is obviously involving evolving consumer acceptance around secondhand driven by millennials and Gen Z. And then, of course, you know, Poshmark makes it easy to shop secondhand from the palm of your hand, um, as do other secondhand retailers and platforms. I like that it saves time from sifting through clothes in person. Yes. <laughs> Laura and I, we don't, we don't, we, it's interesting because we enjoy fashion, but we don't enjoy shopping. <laughs> I feel yeah. I yeah. Feel we yet. just, we don't, it's just so much time going through racks. You know, we like sale items, obviously. We want to get a deal, but at the same time, it takes time to find it. And so when you're on Poshmark, it's so much easier to search, which is great. Uh, You just mentioned a stat from Statista. Now, I also found a similar stat, uh, but it talked about how 42% of millennials and Gen Z respondents of a global survey stated that they're likely to shop secondhand for items. I found that fascinating. So 42%, and I believe that that's, I can only assume that that's going to rise. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, especially as we continue to see it become the norm. I think Mm -hmm. it's really going to be, you know, outweigh, as you just said, shopping in person and shopping traditional retail is just falling beneath prioritization for those generations. And if that's for Gen Z and millennials, what's to say it's going to be for the younger generations for sure. Secondhand. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of this platform, like I I take good care of my stuff anyways, but I'm even more incentivized because I'm like, if I don't like this in five years, I can resell it. Or if it's mm-hmm. a bag or a coat, if someone keeps something in good condition, like what percentage can they expect to get back of the retail price? I know it varies, but. Yeah, definitely. So it really does depend on the item. So factors like the brands, the material, if the style's trending, all helps retain the item's value. We recommend sellers to research the selling history of similar items on Poshmark to get a general sense of the market value. 
And what's great is we give sellers autonomy so they can set their own price. You know, there's definitely some flexibility within that, but we recommend that they set it um, to discount their item from the retail price just to stay competitive. Mm -hmm. But then, of course, there's always those edge cases where it's an item that's popular, sold out in high demand. You know, like we said, the Lululemon belt bag, the -hmm. platform Uggs, where you can sell it for significantly above what you paid for it and make a really great profit. So it just varies item to item, but you know, if it's something like you know, it's the peak of Adidas Sambas, um, I'm sure you could sell it for a pretty penny on Poshmark and make a nice profit there. It's incredible. Yeah. And you mentioned that you make recommendations. So if I were to upload an item, it would say, oh, we recommend this based off the real t- retail price. Oh, that's exactly. Exactly. And based off of other similar listings on Poshmark. So if you were to list, you know, a green jacket, army jacket, we would look at um, other similar listings and make that recommendation. I can just see myself coming home with all these bags. My boyfriend's like, did you spend all that money? I'm like, no, no, this, these are investments. <laughs> That's a I'm good gonna, way to look at it. I'm going to make money on them. <laughs> That's I how it. I see it whenever I shop. If I ever buy something of high quality, I remember buying a Ted Baker coat. Lauren actually has the same coat. Yeah. Half of our wardrobe is the exact same. It's I love it. Funny. We'll show up. Yeah, we'll show up to parties with the same outfit. So cute. But I remember it being close to a thousand dollars and me being like, whoa, this is so expensive. But then I think of like, oh, I've already gotten, I guess I've gotten over seven years of it. So it's like price per wear first. Girl math. Yep. Yep. And then of course, if I want to get rid of it, I can sell it for X number of dollars. So because it's in perfect condition. So it's great. So whenever you buy something of high quality, just remember, you could probably sell that for half or even more than half the cost, depending on how long you have it. Exactly. Exactly. Everything, all shopping is an investment. That's what we'll Mm -hmm. tell. That's what we'll tell ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. And what are the benefits of buying and selling on Poshmark as opposed to other options? Because I know there's a, there's a lot of platforms that you can sell secondhand items on. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, you can really shop and search for specific secondhand styles, you know, versus in person from your phone. So the comfort of your own home, anywhere that you please. And then we pride ourselves on having really amazing cutting edge technological features. So we also recently launched um, a feature called Posh Lens. This is my personal favorite. It is so cool. So let's say you're out in the wild and you see, you know, I love your sweater, that cream cable net sweater. I want to wear it. So I can take a picture of it and then upload it to Poshmark and we'll find that exact sweater or similar items to it. And the same goes with if you're on TikTok or Pinterest, take a screenshot, upload that, and we can find the exact listing. So it's things like that that really set Poshmark apart. And then something else too is, you know, when you sell an item, you know it's going to another home. Sometimes when you donate to a charity or a thrift shop, you're not sure on what that trajectory of the item is. With this, by selling an item on Poshmark, you know you're giving it another life, which is something that is really um, inspiring. Yeah, there's definitely been times I've sold items on other platforms and you're like meeting in coffee shops or they don't show up and it's just, yeah. it's so much easier to just do it online and, and mail it. Yeah, 100%. Lauren, you must have been lighting up inside when she was saying taking pictures of other people's clothes and then uploading them because Lauren will walk yeah. down the street and she'll be like, oh, I really like that and she'll take a picture. Yeah, I'll go to my friend and be like, I'm going to pretend to get a picture of you, but I'm just trying to get the outfit oh my from God. the person behind you. <laughs> That's also, amazing. It's, 
Yeah, it's nice too if you like your friends wearing something and you absolutely love the piece instead of being like, where'd you get that and buying it? You can just like find it by yourself and be like, oh, I actually already had that piece. <laughs> then exactly. They don't know. Yeah, you have to try it out. It sounds like it's just for you. Um, and it's honestly, it's just such a cool real-time way to shop rather than sifting through Google search results or anything like that. Um, it's really a special way to shop secondhand. Yeah. So I wanted to talk more about sustainability. So I read a recent article on Canada Post that mentions how Poshmark pushes out posh tips, which is really cool, to help make the seller's experience more eco-conscious. And one of the ways to discuss is by encouraging sellers to use recycled boxes, uh, reuse tissue paper for packing, et cetera. And I remember when Lauren's package arrived, it was just that. It was very, very sustainable, which is great. And so I'm curious if you can share an additional eco-conscious strategies that your team has implemented. Yeah, definitely. So in Poshmark's 11 years, the platform has really successfully kept over 200 million items in circulation and out of landfills, which is major. And we're really, yeah, we're really just one platform. It's a movement in general. And I think, you know, as individuals and for your listeners, what we're doing here is so important. So having the conversation, educating others about the benefits and really taking the stigma out of pre-loved fashion to keep those items in circulation, lifting them on Poshmark and out of landfills is just really one way that you can do your part, especially when it comes to um, fashion. Do you believe that the secondhand market will be able to make a significant change over the next few decades? Yeah, you know, I think it already has. And I really think it'll only continue. It's encouraging to see more and more people turn to resale platforms as a way to shop or make a profit off their items in their closet. So I think it's only going to exponentially grow and really, you know, definitely change the way we shop and make us all more mindful consumers. Something I know you both preach is more of a minimalist lifestyle and really taking a pause before you purchase something, you know, not stockpiling from a fast fashion retailer just to keep up with the trends and really thinking like, what do I want to wear and how can I source that more sustainably, get mm-hmm. more cost per wear, just taking that beat. I feel like we're all in a little bit in a rat race or have been in a rat race of this cycle. And I think, you know, secondhand fashion and pre-loved is one way for us. I know for me in the past years working at Poshmark to really analyze your own shopping behavior and make a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to ask you how we as individuals can do our part better, but yeah, you're answering that question now. It's it's what's really funny is when Lauren and I go out together and we see our friends and we see their closets full yeah. of stuff that they don't yeah. wear. We're just like overwhelmed. We're like, we're so happy. We don't have all that stuff. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm know. like, can I sell that stuff for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but also I feel like, you know, with Kelly and I, we preach the minimalist lifestyle, but a lot of people don't want to get rid of things just because they right. spend so much money on it. And mm-hmm. it's not even that they wear it or use it or like it. It's just, they, they can't bring themselves to just right. get rid of it or donate it. But selling it, at least they feel like they're getting something back. And it it just, you know, like you said, it like goes on and gets to live another life. So it's not just being gotten rid of. Yeah, exactly. It's a much more conscious and mindful way to rid of it. And I found that approximately 85 to 87%, let me know if I'm wrong, yeah. of unwanted clothing in North America ends up in landfills. Yeah. It makes up 7% of the total amount of waste in global landfill space. So just for context for our listeners, like it, clothing like waste is it's a big issue. And so by shopping secondhand, we can do our part. 
And I, I also found that only 1% of clothes will get recycled in new garments. Is that correct? You know, I don't have the stats on that, yeah. but that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I also, I also found that Zara and H&M, which, you know, a lot of people saw them as fast fashion brands. They're becoming more conscious these days, which is really, really great to see. I know that H&M has donation bins now for clothes. So they will take in your clothes, which is great. And I read that Lululemon as well as Zara are working with a company to make clothing from captured carbon emissions as well. It's amazing. Yeah. So, so brands are starting to realize like, Hey, our consumers want this. They want to shop eco-conscious. They want to shop consciously and we need to make change, which is great. It's good to see the change being made. Definitely. Yeah. I think a lot of brands are launching just specifically on their brand websites, like their own resale of their brand, which is really a great way to um, combat that waste. Really? Oh, yeah. Can you share a few brands who are doing that? Um, I believe Reformation gives you the option to send in your own items like through them. And then it's not coming to mind, but there was a luxury brand who I was like a little surprised, but they were doing it as well, where it's like pre-loved, let's say, you know, you have whatever from them, send it back to them and they sell it on their site, which makes sense for luxury because it's a higher ticket item. And, um, you know, there's definitely that uh, desirability factor for it. Wow. Yeah. Really amazing. People are catching on and it's so nice to see and just so inspiring. Yeah. We want convenience and we want affordability. Yeah. We want nice, high quality items, but we can't always afford them. Right. And so this is a more affordable approach. And that's, that's probably probably why I shop secondhand the most is because you can find high quality items for less. It's a huge win. Number two, it saves me time from sifting through racks and racks of clothing. Right. And I can find unique items. So I'm not always wearing the same item as all my friends. <laughs> and of course, it's more sustainable. But I'm, I'm curious, can you share some other reasons why users like to shop secondhand or how has buying or selling secondhand benefited you personally? Yeah, definitely. So I really think you nailed it there. Those are kind of the three things we always think about with the value prop with secondhand. You can get an item at a great deal that you wouldn't maybe necessarily be able to afford. So it's definitely more affordable. And oftentimes the item is new with tags or has only been worn a handful of times. So you're really not missing out on anything, if you will. And then, of course, the sustainability factor, which we've discussed, you know, you're contributing to keeping an item in circulation and not the production of a new item. And then there's the unique and one of a kind factor, which is my personal favorite and something that we really pride ourselves on at Poshmark is to embrace our individual style. And we call it like embracing our weirdness. And I think that, yeah, I think that's something, you know, that comes hand in hand with shopping pre-love. So whether it's a pair of designer shoes that were sold out from last season or a really quirky statement coat or something of that nature. It's so easy to find rare gems on Pockmark and in general and secondhand that suit your personal style, which really, you know, strips away that misconception that secondhand is like one type of style because secondhand is every type of style. So mm-hmm. definitely a huge incentive there. And in terms of benefiting, you know, I think it's really helped me to add dream items to my closet that hmm. I wouldn't, yeah, that I wouldn't necessarily have purchased retail. So I recently bought a pair of secondhand the row sandals, and that's not something I would typically buy. You know, I'm 
live in New York, I'm typically wearing sneakers, more comfort. So I'm not going to invest in something that I'll only wear a few times, maybe a year. Mm-hmm. So it's great to be able for myself and for consumers to give themselves a little treat at a great deal for something that they wouldn't necessarily buy. And then I think beyond me, you know, some benefits for our sellers are always just the most inspiring stories. Sometimes when you hear these, you can't help but to tear up, honestly. Oh, wow. um, yeah, just a really remarkable community. You know, we hear stories of them using their earnings from cleaning out their closet to completely wipe out their student loan debt, to support their family, pay for medical bills, um, support themselves through school. So just a really inspiring um, way that secondhand can benefit, you know, the community of Poshmark and just the population in general. It's not just, you know, selling an item, you're really contributing to someone's livelihood, which is always really impactful and makes you take a pause that, you know, it's not just shopping. It's a real movement here. Wow. You know, you get money back, obviously, but I think the biggest reward is that you you give your pre-loved, I like that word, clothing, a second life. Yeah. So it's not just sitting in your closet collecting dust. And I would tell our listeners, if you're thinking about getting rid of a few things and, and selling them on Poshmark, you're going to feel such a great sense of relief that you're not holding on to those items anymore because it takes up physical space, but it can also take up mental space looking at it every day in your closet. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. There's so many benefits, like so many different angles from it. I love it. It's not just, oh, find a unique piece or like get some money back. It's like, there's, there's so many ways that it's beneficial. And do you have any closing words for our listeners to help them motivate them to shop secondhand or to sell their items? Yeah, definitely. So I think kind of the first step I would recommend is starting to follow creators on social media with amazing secondhand style or secondhand businesses. Mm -hmm. Some of my personal favorites are Vintage Grace. It's a woman who started her own luxury vintage business And the curation and vintage styling is so good and really inspiring ways of secondhand style. And then there's another one, Old Boozer in Brooklyn um, is her handle. And she, yeah, it's a good one. Um, And she has really incredible secondhand style as well. So I think engaging with the secondhand fashion community on social is really a great way to ask questions directly with that community and get inspiration. And then my other piece of advice is, of course, to just get started on Poshmark. You know, we all have that bag of clothes that's sitting in the trunk of our car. I'm sure you both have been there and you're like, okay, got to go drive to donate it today. Instead, you know, take a few minutes, upload your items, snap a few pics, write a description. You're already halfway to finding those items, a new home and really contributing to sustainable fashion and getting that weight off your shoulders. You know, Mm -hmm. you'll feel much lighter, as I'm sure we can all agree. Yeah, very well said. Uh, well, I've really enjoyed this conversation with you. And, and to, to to close this off, I, I wanted to ask how it's really changed you working for Poshmark, how it's changed your mindset, how your wardrobe has changed and your new outlook when it comes to shopping. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think I've adopted a much more minimal mindset. Like we kind of touched upon earlier, I too have been in the rat race of, you know, trying to keep up with every trend that I like and really, you know, not being as mindful as I should be, especially working in fashion for over the past decade. We can all imagine how much stuff you can accumulate. So Poshmark has really helped me to rid myself of that stuff and take inventory of 
what I need in my wardrobe and what I need in my life. And I think once you adopt more of a sustainable mentality with fashion, it kind of transpires into every aspect of your life and really taking a more minimal approach where, you know, you're, there's less grocery waste. You're being more mindful about going out to eat, doing certain things, and just having more of your finger on the pulse of your impact. Poshmark has allowed me to really take a step back since we're all, you know, chatting about our secondhand finds and, you know, reducing our lifestyle and our impact has really made me be able to grow within that realm that is sometimes hard to grow in, especially in, you know, working directly with trends. Mm-hmm. I love the passion that comes through your words. <laughs> you seem very passionate about it. It's great. Definitely a passion. You know, Poshmark is an incredible company to shop on and um, just in general. So it's definitely a really great line of work to be in. You feel you feel good at the end of the day, which is, I think, you know, the most important thing. It's a more intentional and conscious way to shop. That's what I love yeah, about it. Exactly. Exactly. And I love that you said it trickles over in other areas. You know, you buy something secondhand and then all of a sudden you want to do other things to to simplify and to live that sustainable lifestyle. Right. Exactly. It's not just secondhand fashion. It could be other, you know, categories too. I've had friends who have babies and instead of like buying all this baby equipment, there's services where you can rent it now, which is, you know, yeah, so great. It's something you'll only have for a few months. So um, it's just a more thoughtful way to consume. Oh, I never thought about baby stuff. That's so smart. I know. It's like, yeah, a limited shelf life. It's like, it's a no brainer. It's so limited. Oh yeah. I love the idea of someone creating their own profile. Let's say someone has a massive closet right now and they don't wear anything and they can just put it all on Poshmark and pretend this is my shop, my closet and people will shop your closet. It's kind of cool. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for today. And we will definitely be in touch and checking out all the different closets on Poshmark and spoofing up our own closets, but also selling some items that are in our closets. Cause I'm sure Lauren, I still have a couple pieces that are collecting dust. So <laughs> Lauren's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like next time I see someone in a nice sweater and be like, Hey, nice sweater. Are you going to be selling that <laughs> <Yeah>. soon? <laughs> Exactly. Poaching it off people. Well, thank you both so much. Such a pleasure to speak with you both today and spread the word on secondhand. Really enjoyed our conversation. Absolutely. Thanks so much. And we'll give you you a shout when we're in New York next. Amazing. Yes, for sure. We'd love to. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoy learning more about the secondhand market and also feel inspired to let go of unwanted pieces and shop pre-loved when you need an item. Again, only when you need it. And as we mentioned last week on the podcast, one of our goals this year is to choose secondhand clothing first before resorting to new items. And if you enjoyed this discussion, please let us know by sending us a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at Millennial Minimalist or share this episode with a friend who you think would really enjoy it. And as always, you can learn more about Lauren and I on our website at mastersimplicity.com, where you can also find links to our closet decluttering e-guide and Lauren's brand new closet course to help you keep a simple and functional closet for good. And lastly, a big thanks again to those of you who have taken a moment to write us a kind five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
We love seeing new reviews pop up and your words not only help our podcast grow, but they really keep us super motivated. So thanks again for listening and I will speak with you soon. Bye-bye.